Let's drone out. <laughs> right, hello, everyone. Good to uh, have you all here. Welcome to Let's Drone Out, another episode. Uh, we can't actually introduce our guest just yet because he's currently racing home to um, to get to his computer so he can be here, but he will be here shortly. In the meantime, the uh, familiar uh, gang are here. There's Tone Star. Bonjour. No, do the hello again. I really liked it. Well, hello. <laughs> Perfect. Andrew. Hello. Andy RC. Hello and welcome back to my RC channel. I'm Andy RC uh, and today I'm doing the Let's Run Out podcast. Hey, that was brilliant. I like that. I really don't have any kind of intro other than, hey guys, NJ here. That's it. I, it uh, that is, yeah, but that is yours. It is mine, yes. <laughs> sort of intellectually own it because it's my voice. Anyway, hope everyone's well. What what news have we got? Well, we're waiting for uh, Albert to turn up. Well, weren't there some sort of I don't know, maybe pro- proposed uh, regulations to talk about? Maybe. Oh, not uh, again. Go on then. What do you know? Well, it was. Uh, I, I think it was all over the news, wasn't it? That we're gonna, as of 2018, if you want to fly a drone over 250 grams, and you're gonna have to take tests and all sorts of things. Yeah, it didn't didn't sound good to me. Yeah, it sounds a bit rubbish. So the ball's been passed because the you know when it was first blew up in the media, everyone looked to the CAA and they said, "I don't want anything to do with that." You know, that sounds like a lot of work for mm. not solving any problem. Um, so they they passed the ball. They didn't want anything to do with that. So then it was given to the department Department for Transport, and they they came up with a, a few suggestions and spent some money on some research and then said, "Yeah." Don't really want to get involved in that. Is... Yeah, I mean, who's who's going to pay for it? Surely taxes. Exactly. Us lot, us lot. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's been uh, taken up by the Home Office, and they've gone right. Well, if no one else wants to do it, we'll do it because we haven't got anything better to do at the moment. And um, oh, it's so... ridiculous. It's, it's like I think that the actual wording would would have been: we don't want to fix a problem that doesn't exist. Pass it well, on that's... to the next person. Well, that's why the Home Office is involved, I'm sure, because this is like you know. There isn't a problem, so they can write some legislation, and then they can go, look, you were so terrified about drones, and then we wrote some legislation, and now there's no problem with drones. We solved it. <laughs> we can take the credit for it. So um, there's actually a pretty good video on it. Um, Simon Newton, you know, on the kitchen table, they did mm-hmm. a sort of, I think it was like a half an hour talk through of the, the regulations. What was interesting is, like, there was a lot of things that the news picked up on, like, Things like, oh, the police are going to be able to ground you. Well, funnily enough, they can already do that. I think most people would land their drone if the police walked up behind them anyways. Um, so it was just kind of like, it, it seemed, a lot of it was sort of blown out of proportion, I think, with the news, as it always is, because, like, you know, they, they, they love scaremongering, and that's what it is. And, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think much about it. And, again, it's sort of, like just wait and see what happens because I think there's a gonna just as before when you know these things crop up, I think there's going to be a huge conflict with um, things like the BMFA who already have tests and things in place and insurance and you know so the the people that are are like doing it for a hobby that are going to get punished the most probably already got insurance. For FPV and stuff, then yeah. It's... So the BMFA are actually in talks uh, at the moment, still working out the details of 
whether we're going to follow the same rules that um, EASA, the European Aviation Safety Agency, uh, are putting in place um, to kind of solve this problem, um, where they're going to have national uh, bodies nominated so that any member of that national body kind of circumvents this need for registration. Um, so that kind of grandfathers in all the people who have been flying RC models for, for years and years and years yeah, without any yeah. problems. Um, That'd be so interesting. We might do the same thing, but we might not. And in all this legislation, is there anything anywhere that actually defines what a drone is yet? Because they're no. very good at avoiding this. In, in all uh, the legislation, they never drone. A drone is a, a word for press releases. It's not in any technical anywhere, just because it doesn't, it's, it's not a thing. It's so, a buzzword, yeah. isn't it? It's a word that yeah. everyone goes, oh, that's a drone kind of thing. You know? So what word yeah. are they using? Uh, so there's uh, SUAS, uh, Small Unmanned okay. Aerial Systems. That's the pretty standard word for it. And so that covers anything from, you know, uh, like an old radio-controlled IC fixed wing up to a DJI Inspire. So, you know, it, it's, it's anything, really. Um, They're the people that need targeting, not being offensive or anything but the it's the people who just go into the shops and buy dji's and go out and fly them or whatever you know but even now i mean like they've they've, they've got the geofencing on the dji stuff they've got the drone coders absolutely everywhere if you go into a shop and try and buy one it's not like you can miss that it's not the right thing to do now the the big problem that actually exists is the prisons as far as i can tell there doesn't well, seem to be any other yeah, exactly. Uh, flying, you know, phones into prisons and things. So, you know, and that's already illegal. So, yeah, I don't know. It's not really solving a problem as far as I can tell. It sounds like they've got to define the problem first before they yeah, solve anything, which they can't. For a problem rather than yeah. the other <laughs> It's a funny one, isn't it? Because if you think about, like, gun regulation, there was a problem first. There was a problem with guns and then regulations come in. But here, they're bringing regulation in before there's a problem. And it's like, it, it's crazy, I think. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. That happened. It yeah. was disappointing. And every time that happens, my comments light up. What, what's your opinion on it? And my opinion, <laughs> is you, my opinion is usually, well, until something's set in concrete, you know, then it's it's speculation. Yeah. It's, it's a headline for the Daily Mail to, uh, you know, make everyone fearful oh, of drones. Papers, yeah. yeah, How are they going to enforce it anyway? I haven't seen a policeman in about seven months. Exactly, that's the thing. I mean, there's, all these things are already illegal. Um, you know, endangering people, uh, flying where you shouldn't, you know, doing all these things, that's already illegal. So new laws aren't going to change that. What's going to change it is enforcement. And, you know, we've, we've struggled already to try and get that information out to police forces um accurately uh, the only times that i've seen the advice to the police um about how to deal with drones the actual details are being wrong about you know saying fpv is illegal when that's not true um so hopefully they've uh, behind the scenes sorted that sort of stuff out um i've at least seen that they've been told the, the reasonable advice of don't try and take over the control of the drone, just no. wait for them to land. 
Yeah. And that's that's what they're advised to do, and that seems perfectly part of me, to me still thinks there's going to be a point at which the media gets bored with this, and something else will come along, and then no one will will give a crap again. So I, I, I don't know. I think I it's still, you know, that's that's all it is. I hope I hope so because at the moment it's like you see the news and, and like you know my parents sort of say, oh, is this going to affect you kind of thing, and it like if if you know that. If you're thinking, oh, I quite like that. That sounds like a nice hobby to get into. But hang on, I've read on the news that you need to take a test. You need to have insurance. Oh, I won't bother. And then mm. is it going to completely kill, uh, you know, um, because mm. at the moment there's a lot of technology out there and it's like all the time. But is it just going to stop because people? I, I don't think it. I don't think they, they will want it to stop because it's, in, you know, it's a billion dollar industry more than that. I hope yeah, not. It will, it will be in the next five, think, ten years. Um, I think what sparked it off is, again, I think the same happened last year where there's like some sort of survey that says that drones are going to be the biggest sort of Christmas presents this mm. year. And I think that's what, I think it's scaremongering for that, maybe. I don't know. The best bit I saw was that a drone reached 35,000 feet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, what, what a load of rubbish that was. A bit squiffy, isn't it? Um, but yeah, yeah, my worry at the back of my head, like most of the times I'm looking at this going, they're going to realise it's going to be really expensive and not do anything. And yeah. as soon as the media gets bored, they'll put these plans away and forget about it. And, uh, you know, it's, and it's just for show and to, to, to keep face being politicians um but back of my head i do have a bit of a worry that companies like um amazon um with those sort of drone deliveries and the technology behind that that it's actually a bit of economic encouragement to try and keep mm. control of the space and and have some space for for those guys to do their work and and do the r d over here like they've started to do um, and maybe this is more leaning towards that way. But either way, I'm being cynical, um, whether the government's being just trying to get votes and save face or just trying to um, set up some business further along the line. But I, uh, those are my two thoughts. It's kind of hilarious, isn't it? Because on the one hand, we're getting prosecuted for a hobby and having fun. And on the other hand, Amazon are allowed to have autonomous drones flying about the place that no one's in control of it's just ridiculous to me but there you go i got, I got yeah. money that's true <laughs> i think exactly. that, as i said there's there's got to be a whole lot of serious defining uh before any of this as it would you know doesn't get completely laughed out of court yeah. so i think we're a long way off off really worrying not not yeah. saying that there shouldn't be some concern over it because they need to know that we're going to cause them problems if they're going to try and enforce this stuff mm-hmm. uh, but I, I don't consider it a threat right now personally um, so i don't I'm, either i'm not actually that worried yeah um so on a more positive note um, um leading neatly on <laughs> Drones under 250 grams, that's our fun, yeah. like five-inch drones. Um, I did get to fly and finally put my review out on the Dytone GT-R90, and it is an absolute hoot. Um, flies really well, and, yeah, great camera. And I think it's 110 grams all up, something yeah. like that. It's super light, and it will run 4S, which I'm I'm 
just waiting to uh, to get oh, some a 4S, will it? Oh, yes, it's 4S compatible. I yeah. didn't realise that. What 4S batteries are you going for? Well, that was the thing. I wasn't quite sure. I mean, the, the big problem is that drone on its own, the dry weight of the drone without the battery is 75 grams. Now, finding a 4S under 75 grams isn't necessarily that easy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, having the battery weight the same as the quad is, is obviously not great. I've Generally actually... I've actually just got some of these, and these were the smallest I could find. They're a 550 milliamp 4S. You got uh, a scale next to you? Uh, yes, <laughs> actually. Uh, or have I? Oh, I thought. I the had. next question: If, this is, he, he if the answer to this is good, can't see him. Say, look. Uh, Sorry, if, that's okay, Tony. I've expected ridicule. Let's have a look. Let's see. <laughs> it weighs. Are you ready for this? Have you got a post bag ready to, with my address on it? <laughs> I've, got I've, got, I've got a few of them. Yeah, I've got another, another one here. I actually bought this for a three inch. What What do you reckon? Let's uh, so it, so five hundred fifty milliamp four S seventy C. What weights do you reckon? Well, if you take that stupid Six, connector 65 off, sixty-five well. gram. That's true. Let's take the stupid connector off. What was so, that? Tony? That, that'll be sixty-five gram. grams. Uh, I can't get the connector off. Glued on. Yes. Uh, hold on. I can't get it off. Yeah, 60. Okay. Okay. With, with the connector on, 59 grams. Whoa, that's not there bad. There you go. Now, my only problem with those XF, is that the XF battery from Vanguard? Yeah. Vanguard? That's yeah. the one where I, I got, got five of them and two of them were good and the others had colossal internal resistance problems. Yeah, I found that with them actually, but they were the smallest ones I could find. And uh, I actually got it for a three-inch model because I want it. Because I've been flying my three-inch models on 850 milliamp, and people like people have got a, a real problem in the comments about the battery looking like a big brick underneath the cockpit. <laughs> it does look funny. I've people, got my my three-inch Revo, and I'm, I, I think I'm running it. It just looks like you're flying around a brick underneath. It, okay, yeah. I've managed. I've managed to get the thing off. So that weighs one one point one point four grams. So it is weighing now fifty fifty eight grams. Not bad. That probably... sounds pretty spot on to me. So um, I think that's the one to try out on the GTR ninety. So yeah, I promise I when you put it in, it won't blow up. It, it is for us compatible, but. Um, yeah, there is another battery actually tattooed to a 450 milliamp, which is quite light, and it's 75C, and that's a battery manufacturer I definitely trust in terms of their C rating mm. and quality. Can you really get 75C out of that smaller battery, though? If the cell density is high enough, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it, it's when they're suspiciously light that you start to think, hmm, if it, it, it may when it's new. But, uh, the price of tattoo batteries is horrendous, though, isn't it? Compared, do you know yeah, how much these are? They're eleven. They're eleven pounds each. The tattoos for four hundred and fifty million. I think this was four pound. So if it it's crap, maybe, but four pound, man, you, that's you know that's not bad. Yeah, I might order the tattoos just to know what a really premium battery is gonna perform. I like. um I bought a six S tattoo battery for one of my six S models. Forty-five pound for one battery. That's, yeah, a, that's lot. a lot longer, isn't it? Mm -hmm. That was from direct from. Uh, I can't remember the company that that that's recently changed hands, hasn't it? Who provide tattoo batteries? I can't remember off the top of my head, but if you go direct, it's expensive. Yeah. Mm. 
No, I'm interested to try that. Uh, the, uh, it's it's on the way. I didn't realize it was 4S. That's amazing. So is it is it XT30? And yeah, I can't remember. It is. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. With the that's current really... sensor calibrating drastically. Uh, yeah, yeah. That looks cool, though. Hopefully I should get that. Yeah, I, do you know what? It's funny when we talk about all these uh, weight limits, etc. The majority of the models that are coming my way now are, like, three inch two inch you've only got like you know a, a handful of uh, five inch rtf models but the micro is winter area. no but i mean i i think that's been the case all year and i'm happy to see that you know really? i think i think people who um are more into the five inch class really want to build their own it's and and with the micros it's you know they're 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 more stealth and people don't want to i tell you what as well micros are really tricky to build i've built a lot of them and uh you know you really have to be good at the micro solving so i think that's that may be why as well and you know they're they're a little bit cheaper as well these days so, so yeah. interestingly on the subject of uh of winter flying like i just despise the cold like you wouldn't believe I, I can't survive for more than five seconds in the cold without starting to whinge um, but it? i did fly um when i was out testing that gtr 90 i went to the local retail park which is where i usually do my night flying uh with that little micro and uh that was my first encounter with the police i was there with my friend rob who's in the chat um and we had the internal car lights were on and i was just sat inside the car flying <laughs> with the seat heaters on and my commander's on and as just literally i was at the end of the battery i was swinging around and i was like i think a police car is coming up here but i was still mid-flight and i couldn't come into land because the police car was driving around where where we were so i didn't really want to then fly in front of the police car and anyway i kind of hovered behind the police car the police car stopped and so rob tells me the guy just kind of looked in saw me smiling with my goggles on in the driver's seat. and He just, just saw your teeth. Yeah, well, he just saw that in the goggles, literally stared for a minute, turned his head away and just drove off. <laughs> I'm, sure, uh, I'm sure he's seen a lot worse peering yeah. into cars in retail <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. parks at night. Yeah, just really looked in and went, I'm out. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm out. And, and turned around, drove off, didn't, get, didn't care at all. Um, but, yeah, the, the main thing I was getting to was um, – it, uh, absolutely fine flying from the car the video was fine we did a little bit of a range test the range was fine so yeah there's there's kind of for me that's it now when i'm flying outside i'm going to uh, do it from the car all right that's what i have to do so i think we have albert in the chat albert how are you good how are you neil yeah good man good, so to, ha good to have you <laughs> i had some uh technical problems i i tried to connect to you guys with my phone and it doesn't let me do that Oh, that's weird. Okay, yeah. so you're, you're on the PC instead. Yeah, I dig up my laptop. <laughs> so, so, so what time is it? Is it there for you now? It is about twelve fifteen. And you're in sunny California, is that right? Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't rub it. In. We're talking about how cold it is. It's three degrees today and snowed. Oh, seriously? Wow. Mm -hmm. yep. It's uh, about seventy degrees over here and sunny, and uh, it's cold for me. <laughs> this, is, this, this is how albert puts two videos a day out because he's got constant sunshine and i have yeah. to sit i have to sit here waiting for the rain to stop i get a 30 second window 
Yes, a few of us were wondering, Albert. We were we were contemplating whether you were actually a robot with the the sheer number of videos you managed to put out <laughs> in such a short twelve, you know, twenty four hours. But, I uh, uh, I have a like I guess I have a pretty good workflow. I I just film a bunch of videos all at once, usually like on the weekends, and sometimes like actually I, I, if I weren't wasn't on the podcast with you guys, I'd probably be flying right now. I usually fly during <laughs> I, I really fly during, I fly during my lunch breaks, you know, like wherever I can. There's, a, there's like parks down the street from where I can fly. So I fly micros all the time. So I can just, uh, you know, during like a 30 minute break, get like five, six batteries in. And I have lots and lots of like footage. I have 30 videos I need to edit that are sitting on my, my PC's hard drive. Like wow. I just don't have time to edit. <laughs> Yeah, it's just I'm way, way behind right now. Albert, yeah, okay. I'm I'm glad that you've come on because I'm able to thank you face to face now because uh, what happened was I was flying my floss frame and I broke an arm and uh, yeah. Al- Albert saw that he sent me he bought more arms he sent me I tried to give him money he wouldn't have it absolute legend my floss oh, is sit- my floss is sitting up there now with. All four arms intact. So thank you very much for oh, that. You're very welcome. My uh, my floss build has been cursed. <laughs> what happened? What I happened? haven't been able to get that video out. I, I, I don't know what's wrong. Every time I I put it together, something is wrong with a part. Usually I'm testing a part. So like I put something in, I'm testing, and then you know like a four one EC doesn't work or yeah. motor's not working. So I've I built that thing like twice now, and each time I take it out to fly, it doesn't fly, and I'm like, oh man! So I just put it on the shelf, and I, I'll, I'll get back to it later. <laughs> I haven't put that video out yet. It's just, uh, yeah, what what it's I really what I really dislike about being a reviewer is that if I I don't really have one complete copter because they all end up getting stripped apart because someone will send me like a, a run cam, and I'm like, it's it's not the perfect components that. That I want, but I need to test it. So, like, all my copters have like two or three components yeah. that aren't the best, yeah. but I had to yeah. switch them yeah. for the review. I'm sure you're the same. Yeah, no, all of my copters are Franken copters now. It's yeah, ridiculous. yeah. <laughs> so, Albert, I've, I've got to ask because obviously this is your your first time on the show. How did you get into the hobby, and what was your background in other aircraft, or was it RC other stuff? I mean, what what I, how long ago did you get into it, and and how? I, I've been flying for about two years and I before I got into RC like about two years ago I didn't know anything about RC never never did like a RC car or plane or anything like that and I think I saw some videos from flight test back then at you know 2015 ish and I was like oh okay that's kind of interesting but I didn't want to build anything so I, the first plane I I bought was a e-flight UMX Radian and okay. um yeah. That's yeah. It was, a, it was really, really. Uh, it was a really good beginner's plane. Um, easy to fly. That's how I learned to fly. <laughs> kind of sad. A good way. And, I mean, line of sight. And yeah, no, no, yeah. It, and that's how my YouTube channel started as well. I was like, okay, I'll just put some videos up. Um, I met uh, a fellow named uh, Jeff Yang. He's seven seven demo seven on YouTube. Oh yeah. He kind of lives. He kind of lives near where I live. It's about fifteen miles, maybe ten miles away. And we got, you know, we got to being friends and we started flying together. So you know, I you know, started flying airplanes and stuff with him. And he had a YouTube channel. I was like, okay, I'll start a YouTube channel too. Why not just put up videos? All my videos from the very, very beginning are still on my channel. You can go back two years and see how bad those videos are. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I think we've we got some bad bad videos from early on. People do forget to look back. I mean, yeah. uh, we're a really good one, actually, if you if you think certain people are just immortal, incredible, like, untouchable pilots. I mean, even Johnny FPV, go and look at his first videos, you know, really kind of janky and not not the person that we see now and, and absolutely love to yeah. watch fly. And, yeah, I've got I've certainly got some some pretty shoddy... Yeah. Uh, early flights, so yeah. <laughs> I, I, I cringe when I when I look back at my old videos, like, oh my god, I, I flew like that, like this, this is terrible. <laughs> my so, uh, my first video was a review of a phone power bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, completely, really? On completely nothing to do with FPV, but there yeah, you no, go. No, I how, no, did that, how did that fly? Uh, it was it was all right. It charged my phone, but it didn't fly very well. But uh, I had no followers, so I didn't care. It's probably got about seventy views or something. But there you go. Yep. That's we've got that's a, a question. That's a good video for me. Views. What was that, Tony? I said that's a good video if I get seventy views. Oh, you get loads <laughs> of views. Be quiet. <laughs> Yeah, Albert, uh, there's a, a question in the chat. Um, how do you like the Bold Clash B06 for indoor whoop replacement? The B06. I think as a brushless uh, indoor micro, it's okay. I mean, it's honestly, like, for small indoor spaces, the 6mm and 7mm brushed micro, you know, tiny whoops are just fine. They're fast enough. You know, you can still move around. I mean, obviously, you can't do, like, acro tricks inside the house, but... I, I wouldn't do that with a with the B06 anyway. But but and, the but motors the next... but the motors burn up though, Albert. You know, okay. <laughs> that's what I'm told mine never burn up, but that's what I'm told. I I have had uh, some burn up on me, but what actually happens to the brushed the brushed ones in my case is the FETs actually burn up after a while. Yeah, they, I, yeah. Especially on the older boards where they have like the, the two amp bets or the one amp bets, those, yeah. those don't last very long. But I know that now that there's a newer uh, board that I think Yishin just came out with that has like an OSD and everything that has like a 10 amp bet now. So I'm like, that yeah. shouldn't burn out now. No. B, B core V2, I think it's called, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to be getting one of those. Are you, are you getting one of those too? Yeah, me too. I'll be coming up yeah. on the channel shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Mine hasn't shown up yet. It seems like you seem to get everything so much faster than me. I'm like, how does he get it so quick? Mine's That's like stuck in the middle forever. That's, That's exactly why no. <laughs> I think about you. Hang on a second. No. These, these companies are playing us off against each other, aren't they? They are. I, do you know what? I think they said, right, we'll send this one to that person, this one to that <laughs> yeah. person, and then when they both find out, they'll both be annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what's going on. It's totally random. Do you know what, though? I love it when someone gets stuff before me because then I'm like, wow, you've got all the information already. <laughs> <laughs> I, think you, I think you can definitely learn off people's reviews. Definitely. Yeah, I think so. I, I try not to watch too many other reviews nowadays because I want to form my own opinions about stuff before I see other people's reviews. I hate it. Not. I hate it when, like, um, you receive something and you can't get it to work, so then you search, and then you realize you're the first one to get it, <laughs> so then you have to come up with the the uh, yeah. the way to solve it. Yeah. That, yeah. Happens, that happens. That happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that happens a lot, yeah. But it's okay. I, I think now, now that I've seen so much stuff, you kind of have an idea, like, okay, this is probably what's wrong with it. Yeah. So, okay, this is, this is kind of the direction I need to go try and fix it and then get it up in the air. So it's not too bad nowadays. 
So uh, one thing I've I've noticed, I mean, you've you've got a real uh, kind of affinity for the real uh, the the smaller quads. I, I know you do review all different sizes, but unless that shelf of yours is actually really far away, I'm going to assume those are all the tiny quads. Yeah, those are those are all the micros. Let me see if I can. Uh... Wow! Oh my goodness! Now, let's have them all piled up on top of each other. Whoa! And that's not even everything. That's just like I don't know, maybe a third. The rest of them are in the other room. Then the big ones are up top. Right, gotcha. <laughs> so, I, I, I just like, yeah, it's just kind of crazy. Just they're coming, they're coming so fast, so fast now. So, is there one bearing in mind you obviously have quite a large turnaround here to to get through and review all of these, and you probably every time you go in the field, you've got two or three you've just got to fly for review purposes. Is there any one that you tend to find goes back in the bag anyway, just because it's a really good fun to fly i'm not necessarily saying a favorite but one that you've you've kind of got on well with and flies well nicely yeah. for you yeah the, the leader 120 i keep in the car there you go that's it exactly the same it. thing yeah so like if uh i take like three quads out to the three micros to the park and like i've had those instances where all three of them don't work and i'm like oh, okay well it's all 30 minutes i'll burn some packs in the leader 120 that'll fly <laughs> yeah it's it's great i mean i had to make a few little upgrades to that one myself like putting the the, the run cam the in like I did. Yep. uh but it just there's something that flies great about it the board in it's well matched it just pitchings like a dream and yep. yeah it's loads of fun to fly yeah put the uh the gem fan the new gem fans on the 2540s you'll really like it so these are the triple uh the yeah, let me see if i uh have one here. Yeah, I've just seen them on the UK Amazon actually, so I'll yeah. order some tonight. Oh, okay. And you you prefer these over there, twenty thirty five quads. The, the so I, I'm I'm I think I'm the one I told you about the uh, four bladed ones, the, the ones that kind of go together. Yeah, so that's what I've got on the, on your recommendation. That's what I've got on yeah. the on the leader now, and it's yeah. great with those. Albeit, it's a little bit over propping those eleven oh fours. A little bit so i've had to raise the motor idle a touch because they're two and a half uh, yeah. inch wide as opposed to two so yeah um yeah yeah so uh actually these are more efficient than the 2535s you oh get, great they draw less amps and you get just as much power and they're quieter too yeah so. really okay yeah. i should definitely be ordering some of those and they're 2040 2540s 2540s yeah Ah, okay. So two point five, yeah. So, so those, those will fit on the leader, but they, yeah, they won't fit on like hundred frames. They won't fit in the yeah, the two inch frames. They won't fit on, but they'll fit on the leader. The leader will take up to a two point eight inch prop, I believe. Yeah, oh, Albert. The thing I was going to say to you as well. Let me just grab this other quad here. In that GT review I did recently, um, yeah. Did you notice I mentioned the notorious? Yeah, the flight uh, controller. <laughs> Do you know yeah, that? Uh, sent Randy, yeah. They said, you know, they for, for an unknown reason to me, they sent me three of these. Um, <laughs> so I can thank you three of those. Three, yeah, they sent me one, and I just thought, well, this is completely unusable. And you'd already put out your video calling it a lemon, which you're absolutely right because it was unflyable and shook itself to death. And then they just kept turning up. Uh, the, a few days later, a second one turned up. A few days later, a third yeah. one. No idea yeah. why, but. Yeah, I'll have yeah. to re reframe these, I guess. It's almost like they knew that they mostly weren't working, so we'll send three just in case. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's so, NJ, for, for anyone listening wanting to avoid it, what's it called again? So it's the SPC Maker 90NG. Yeah. Um, that is Dance the one. 
and so much money, like £190, I think, for us in the UK. Yeah, and I think there's a deal I saw some of my commenters say on the GTR 90 at the minute, and I've seen some people have been able to pick that up for, instead of 130 which is a great deal anyway, 100 100 For £100, you could get the GT 90 using a Banggood email offer, I think. Um, and if you can get it for that and find a way to get a coupon to get, get it for 100 then that's massive steal. I mean, it's yeah. awesome little car. I mean, it's good for that price. It's good for the parts to just put it to another frame. That's, yeah. why, that's, why I did, that's why I did my video. I just took the parts that I put in a different frame and made sure the flight controller was soft-mounted to, to eliminate the vibrations. Then oh, sorry, fine. you mean this one? The 90 NG, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. that's, that's why. Unless, um, you know, the, the, GT, the GTR 90... Oh, okay. The, the, with that one, I got um, a spare, one of those little moldable stacks, and I'm wondering mm-hmm. whether I could get one of those stacks to fit in there. Talking about this one here, right? That guy, yeah. So yeah, this one, get... uh, yeah, won't, this one probably won't fit in there. I don't know, it might, but... It might do if we cut, sort of trim down the uh, the height slightly, perhaps. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, that... We've got uh, we've got droning on in the chat, and he's saying that I'm not subscribed to him. You get well. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you, I am subscribed to you. And a lot of people tell me this, but I wouldn't pay attention to the thing on YouTube that says who's subscribed to you because uh, it's not accurate. Um, but I am subscribed to you, droning on. I I, I watched your videos. How rude! <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> anyway. Sorry to, sorry to, sorry to, sorry to, and why isn't he on here? Sorry, okay, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Just quickly, uh, Yule Adams said, did you dump 3.2 dynamic on it? And I presume you're talking about the dynamic filters on this one. So just a super quick summary. The F4s are very, very sensitive to noise, and they particularly don't like high-frequency noise, which these guys are going to do a lot more than than, uh, the larger 5-inch quads do. So if you're going to have an F4 in a micro, it really does need to be soft-mounted. That's not something that can be fixed with dynamic filters, uh, just to quickly answer actually, that question. Yeah. Actually, it's very – Neil, it's specific to the gyro that's, on, that's com- combined with that F4. So the 90NG comes with that uh, 32K gyro. Those need to be soft-mounted. The ones that come with the MPU 6000 that can only yeah. do 8K – those don't. Those are not as sensitive to vibration. Those Absolutely, are... yeah. The MC. It was the same with some of the uh, F3s. Do you remember the X? Which is the XSR? Uh, the 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 Free Sky uh, flight controller that had the receiver built in. That came with that same super noisy gyro. The MCU nine something. The ninety two fifty. And that was yeah. horrific. For yeah, noise that's, a, as well. that's also but, very bad. Yeah. But yeah, I completely agree. The MCU six thousand is a fabulous, fabulous gyro, and that's the so one Boris recommends. Yeah. So if you get the um, the flight controllers with, that come from HGLRC, those have the F fours with the MPU six thousands, and those are very good. And you don't need to worry as much about soft mounting those. But then uh, you're not going to be able to run those up at the uh, you super. Run, you, can't, you can't run thirty two K on that, but you know, it doesn't matter. Know, I mean, eight K is good enough. Yeah. 8K, 8K is- Plenty, plenty. Even the GTR 90, I, I did say that in the review. I just all of my micros 8K, 8K accelerometer yeah. on if you need it, and for the anti crash. So, yeah, the, the, the GTR 90 will do 32K. It does have the uh, the the ICM series gyro, but it's a it's a different series. It's the nine. Sorry, it's a 20680, I think. 
It's a, not as sensitive as the other one that's in the 90NG. But they've, they've, you know, they've soft-mounted the flight controller on this one. They've yeah. got the nice little silicon grommet. So, you know, that's why, yeah. that's why, that's why this one flies better. <laughs> yeah, it's just classic Dytone, though. They, they take their time. They don't rush stuff to market. And they yep. usually come up with some cool little innovations as well. So They actually fly them and test them. It's yeah, well, this is it. <laughs> Andy, what was it I sent to you earlier? Because I was going to send this to Albert as well. SPC Maker have now just put a new quad out. Yeah. Uh, it's in the new products page on Banggood. And... Right, the 100 something or other. And yeah. I ign- I ignored <clears throat> it straight away just because the last two SPC Maker quads I've got, they come in a lovely, nice little package that you can carry around. But that's all that's good for because uh, they just don't fly very nice. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that they have someone over there that grabs all the nice parts, but yeah. they, put, they put them together and the construction is, you know, kind of not very good. They really stop them together really quick and no one flies them over there. They all come yeah. out with defaults. Like they just flash whatever the latest beta flight is. They don't tune it at all. So, I mean, I mean, they never, they don't even fly them. So you, I get them and then like, they just twitch on the bench without any props on like, Obviously, no one's flown this. It's funny, isn't it? I think a lot of the quads that all of us reviewers like are quads that actually get test flown. So we mentioned the Leader 120 earlier. And according to Lewis from Full Speed, he says they all get test flown. And, and that's, a, that's a huge thing. They, they should do, really. That's, a, that's an absolute given. They actually must do that. I, I yeah. So um, one I'm just the questions gonna... in the chat earlier, Albert, was um, what what's your preferred size of quad? Because, I mean, we were talking about how, you know, now it's kind of miserable over here. We, we need to get into, like, the, all the micros and, and tiny, tiny things. And then with the laws coming in, even in the summer, we're going to be looking at the sub-250 um, yeah. size uh, so that we can still fly. <laughs> but um, yeah. what's, what's your pre- preference you know, these days I pretty much am flying only the two and two and a half inch models. Uh, there's going to be a lot more three inch models coming out, but uh, you need a little more space to fly those. They're really fast. I mean, the, I don't know if you saw the XJB145. That thing is a freaking rocket ship. And a lot of play, a lot of the parks I fly in are kind of smaller. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're coming uh, up they, against the sort of park flyer problem that there was with the the fixed wing stuff and and yeah like that with the quads yeah with the uh the two and two and a half inch micros i can fly pretty much any park they're not as noisy even on 3s and uh they're not super super fast so you know these parks are like maybe 200 meters are totally fine but then you get to the three inch where i'm flying 4s way too these parks are too small for for those do you get um do you get hassled alberts like what are the laws like i'm obviously california you know heavily populated what about like what are people's sort of reaction to you turning up with a quadcopter did you ever get hassled by the public by the police or anything i have never been hassled by uh anybody in terms of like okay you should not be flying that like yeah. you should leave uh, i've had people come up and ask questions about stuff i mean you show up at a park with one of these two inch micros they're just not going to care. No one cares. Yeah, exactly. And as you were saying earlier about the, <clears throat> the excuse me, the three inch and two inch thing, there's a really marked difference in the amount of noise a three inch makes compared to a two inch. The two inch are almost silent. Yeah. Uh, but the three inch are where the noise really starts to uh, to to make you know something that's noticed. 
Um, yeah. well, you're you know. on your own whenever I see you fly anyway. There's no one around. You've just got sunshine and a beautiful field to play in. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, um, I try to do that because I, I, I'm kind of busy and I don't want, I don't want to be interrupted by people because then I've, I've been in situations where I'm around people and they come and they ask you questions. They're like, oh, would you buy that? Like, how much is it? And I end up wasting 30 minutes talking to them. And so I don't want to be rude. I, I want to like, you know, you know, I want to be helpful and stuff. But then at the same time, I don't have a lot of time to talk to people about stuff because I want to, I'd rather just test them and make my videos and, uh, you know, get on with stuff because uh, I don't actually do this full time. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. I, Actually, I am so I'm so surprised because like I do do this full time and you put out more content than me. <laughs> so how, <laughs> how do you do it? I I film uh, I just film everything when I'm flying. Basically, whenever I go and fly, I just film, 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 yeah. and I have just monster loads of video footage. And then I edit everything on the weekends. Um, I usually can edit ten videos in a weekend. Wow. Then, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. You see, then, I don't I don't work like that at all. The video that you see uploaded today is the video I made today. Yeah. And I think I think a lot of it is I mean what time does it go dark there in California? About five PM, six PM? About five PM now. About five, five thirty. So, so the, the light here at the moment after after half past two is yeah. use, is useless. Absolute useless. Yeah. So I get up at I get up at six AM with a, a looking to fly at about nine o'clock and uh, it, by two o'clock is absolutely unusable light. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's yeah, I'm usually flying during my lunch breaks, you know, like 12 ish. So the sun's up in the middle of the sky. It's, you know, pretty bright. So is that, um, thing. is that where you've got that big lake that I see, or is it a pond or something like that? I seen quite a bit of footage. There's like a big building and then like a, a an area of water next to you. Maybe no, maybe not. <laughs> maybe, I, I, I don't really. I don't usually fly around lakes, so that must be someone else's video. No, I think it was your video. I'm sure it's your really? video. Maybe it's a body of water you've never noticed while FPV. Uh, that's possible. <laughs> maybe it maybe looks like a body of water, but it's not. I mean, it's um, possible. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah. Go ahead. I'll just quickly uh, just drop in the chat so everyone can see this. There is a link to the. Uh, the new SPC maker that we are talking about. And do not uh, buy. This is the one again, loads of premium components if you have a look there. But the thing that leaves me worried, I can see a hard mounted a hard mounted flight controller again. So back to what we were saying, have they test flown it? Are you gonna get it, Albert? Uh I'm actually not sure which one you're talking about. Is it the one ten NG? It's or the, called it's, or the VT. Uh, it's called the SPC Maker 110 VT. Is that for two and a half inch props? I think so. Uh, I'd have to see. see I'd is. have to see what kind of a gyro it has. If it has a MPU 6000, I'd, I'd review it. But if it has the other one, I'm probably not going to review it. Yeah, I can't see. Maybe they have some info on the gyro, but it is just down to the gyro. If they've hard mounted it. That gyro is going to be super important, but I can't see any MCU information here. So maybe they've chosen to hide it. <laughs> That's possible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, let me look it up. Um, where's the, uh, the chat? I don't know if I can actually just post this straight in the chat. Everything's changed on Google Hangouts. Where's the chat now? Oh, there it is. Okay, so it's this one. 
There you go. You I also, I, I think with the amount of uh, sort of duds that have been released, it'll, even if you come out with a review and say, this is actually pretty good, I, I think people will be put off with it just, just because of the, the past. And speaking of the past, um, I, Albert, I don't know if you got a chance to check out the Top Sky goggles. Did you? I can't remember that you did. Um, have you been uh, contacted? I love those goggles. <laughs> <laughs> really? You're no. joking, right? Yeah, I was seriously <laughs> I, um, Okay. I, I actually have them. And I'm not going to review them because uh, I I didn't I, I tried them out they didn't I didn't like them and I just figured there's no point in beating a dead horse because that thing's been pretty much destroyed in the reviews anyway so I'm like I'm not going to bother you know throwing in the bad reviews so I'll just I'll just move on to other stuff. So I got contacted yesterday to say that they fixed all the problems and would I like to check them out? So I said well. I wouldn't like to check them out, but I'm interested to see if they fix the problems. So hopefully, uh, you know, I, I'm going to check them out. But goggles, I, I, I find, are the worst thing to review because it's all opinion based. Because you, yeah. you know, you really have to try goggles on to know whether you like them or not. But uh, yeah, it's it's so subjective, and so it's like hard to really, you know, if you look at a reviewer's opinion, I mean. They might like it for whatever reason, then you, you might not like it because you have different yeah. reasons. It's just so subjective and personal. Yeah, that's the beauty about having so many different opinions, you know. So it's good to to have loads of different reviewers and stuff. I just hope they continue. Like, I want the Top Sky company to succeed. I do. In yeah. fact, like, re when you read all the comments, like, they're saying that basically it's pretty much bankrupted them from our reviews, but, you know, I really want to see them succeed. So I hope, I hope that um, they can come back strong. I'm skeptical, but I'll get, I'll give anyone a chance. It just, yeah. so many, there's so many conflicting things about those goggles. Like there's, you know, the aesthetic design was, they, they look really cool, but there was just so much that was, it just felt like they'd not spoken to anyone, any single one pilot that uses actual goggles and, and actually FPVs, which could have saved them a fortune in one, like, 15-minute chat with any one of those people. And I find that just an incredible oversight from the R&D uh, perspective. Uh, I mean, even... The, and I just continued to find problems with them, things like having no settings persistence. I just yeah. found that insane. Like, how can you have something that forgets all your settings the minute you pull the power? Um, yeah, it was. It just went on and on with that. And yeah. interestingly, though, Andy, I never got a never got a single contact from Top Sky uh, over my review. <laughs> um, Maybe it was the, uh, the the hair dryer for the eyes. Color. <laughs> <laughs> hair dryer for the eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fan, fan that does a million RPM. Yeah, bizarre. All right. Well, we should probably let Albert go, and I think we're we're actually going to possibly uh, wrap this one up a little bit earlier than yeah. we normally do instead of ranting on for another two hours so massive thanks to albert and just so everyone has your handle uh for youtube it is just albert kim correct oh uh my handle what's my handle your your how we get to your channel it's just albert albert kim right oh it's uh yeah if you just search for my name yeah, I think it's, it's the first one I'll come up. Link in the description as well. That's the one. But great, great for having you. Thanks very much. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, Thanks for having me on. Pleasure. You must come back. Um, Andrew, see you next week. Yep. Thank you. Uh, Andy, I'll see.
Thank you for watching and listening to my nonsense. Cheers. <laughs> Tone star. Bye, guys. Au revoir. Bye. And thanks to everyone in the chat as usual. We'll see you next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers, lad. Telemetry lost.